Hello and welcome to The Third Faction, a podcast about the community of World of Warcraft. I'm your host, Meetanoth, but you can call me Demi. And as always, I'm joined by the man with the smoothest voice in podcasting, Bricko. Hey, Bricko. Good morning. Well, thank you for that. I don't know if it's the smoothest, but thank you. <laughs> How's your week been, buddy? Oh, busy with work. I haven't had a whole lot of time for our favorite game, um, but it's been a good week altogether. Um, I gotta, I gotta make some more time for the game here moving forward. <laughs> it's all there's always got to be time for World of Warcraft, um, and this week we have yes. a new section in the show. And we're introducing our community heroes, where we're going to shout out the people that you guys have nominated for community heroism in World of Warcraft in the last fortnight. And oh my god, did you guys blow us away with your nominations. So listen out for those later on in the show. In Shadow in in Shadowlands news, oh I've got ahead of myself, I'm so excited. In World of Warcraft news, <laughs> the beta, 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 however the hell you want to pronounce it, uh, for Shadowlands is about to drop, likely to be uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, so probably the same day that I managed to get this podcast out. There is also a new six-month submount. And I don't care whether you like submounts or not. I think it's quite pretty and I will be getting it. And finally, the thing that I've been most excited about is that Shadows Rising, the not new novel due out any day by the awesome Madeline Rue, has made one of my favourite ships. Cannon! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! So I'm very excited about that. And we'd like to introduce you to our guest this week. We are having a wonderful chat with the amazing classic streamer, Chumpa Chomp! Hello, how are we? Hiya, Chomp. <laughs> All good, thank you, dude. How's your week been? Yeah, it's been it's been very good. Just still anticipating and getting ready for the, the 24 hour on Thursday. But, you know, away content creating and such. Getting on with it. Good stuff. That's got to be exciting, it's huh? It's exciting and nerve-wracking. Um, you know, the longest I've done is a 10-hour. So, you know, this is a, a whole half a day on top of that. So, <laughs> we'll see. Wow. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. And I will be doing my utmost to drop by as often as possible and give you lots of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> So my week in WoW and in the world in general has been pretty good. Um, you can't see this, but for uh, Chump Chump and Bricko, they have the delight of me wearing my orange, blue light phasing glasses because I was up at 2 a.m. this morning until about 4 a.m. doing the morally gray uh, midterm quiz with Jin and Fear. I failed terribly, um, but it was a lot of fun and it was probably the best two hours in the middle of the night that I've had for a long time. So. <laughs> Wonderful, those guys. Are yeah, terrific. it was. A, it was a hot. It was really was a lot of fun. So I really enjoyed that. So and Jin put in a hell of a lot of work. He got a lot of shit in the chat for making some of the questions, some of the answers. Sorry, um, quite difficult to spot which one was which, but it was a lot of fun. So all of that out of the way, shall we get into a proper interview? Greetings, sir and/or ma'am. So, chumper chump. The WoW Classic streamer who lives in Vietnam but plays on the EU servers and is making connections around the world. We've got some questions for you, my friend. Let's start off with the easy ones. Blue team, red team, or purple? This one, it's, it's got to be purple. Um, yes! I love purple anyway. Purple is a great colour, but I do play both sides of, of factions and stuff as well. Like, I love the story as a whole, so, you know, I can't be biased just to one side. And purple rocks. <laughs> purple is also my favorite color. There we color go. There's the bonding so beginning. <laughs> yep. Just like that. Now, I know a little bit about your story and how you started playing Warcraft because we've been chatting back and forth for, oh, God, about 10 months now, I suppose it is, since we, we sort while, of hit, yeah. hit streaming around the same time. And how, for the people that don't know, Tell them how you started playing World of Warcraft. So it was 
I wanted to go a lot more in depth with this story when I was on the, the podcast with Phil, um, but it was the first podcast I'd been on, so there was a lot of nerves and stuff there too. So I missed a lot of stuff, and at the end I was like, damn it, so I've got a second chance now so <laughs> to, to go into it. So I'll just refer, I'll refer to people just by the, the Twitch handles as it makes it easier to follow. Um, but like Merple Punky and Yazwak were the first two who got me involved in, in World of Warcraft back in the day. I was always into console playing and stuff and, and never really I saw a PC as something to play games on. And then um, Merple had got into World of Warcraft back like when it first came out. I think I think it was around 2005 I got involved. But we were at, me and Yazwak were at, at Merple Punky's house and um, there was this prominent memories I've got of like areas where they were when I first got a glimpse of WoW but I remember Merple had the full tier one warrior set he was in Ungoro oh, wow and he was he was running around he had Quelserai he had oh, everything it looked, just all the shininess like running around with his horse and he was getting he was farming Thorian veins I think it was or something like that and just seeing all these different zones every time I'd seen him play this game he's in a different area like it's snowy in one place and there's forests and things and it was just Yaz had ended up getting it, and then we were speaking at the bus stop every day before school about what was going on, and I'd not been involved yet. So. Cool. And I find <laughs> this is it. This is the best part of the day. We'd have good chats in the morning, and then we'd be speaking about it all the way home, and then I eventually ended up buying it. Thankfully, it ended up running on the, the family PC that we had, but the frame rate and everything was shocking. And um, as soon as I got in on it, um, I was playing a Dwarf Hunter. Just as soon as I logged in, that was it. It was... Anthony, had, my mate Merple had said, don't buy this game. I did. <laughs> and the rest is history, basically. He, he did warn me, and I didn't listen. And I'm glad that I didn't. <laughs> and here we all are, 15 years yeah. later. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. Azeroth is happy what? to have you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure about that. Where <laughs> 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 my gameplay goes. <laughs> <laughs> you're repping for the grayscale gaming my friend it's absolutely fine <laughs> i'm basically playing in shadowlands anyway you know yeah yeah, yeah. So. you are most of the time in shadowlands especially when you do PvP. <laughs> what would you say has been your best experience in the wild community i'd say um like looking back when i reflect on it i'd say just how much it had helped solidify some friendships and stuff in high school like Warcraft was one of them games, you know, back then it was, you whispered about playing it and things that like when you were in general public, cause it was, you know, that <laughs> game, like, yeah. where, you know. Oh my you, God, you you're such a nerd. Exactly. Like, so it was, it was one of them games that, you know, I was low key just keeping it to myself cause I didn't want that to be ammo for people, you know? So it, I, I didn't realize again how until later on how much it's helped solidify friendships, you know, like some of us stopped playing and we still keep in touch and we're, we're great friends and the way that, it's now come back again because classics back it's helped like bring those friendships back together and such too so it's it's that in itself it's like been it was its own like social media platform so to speak so that's what i'd say is have uh, been the experiences that i've had in regards to it being the, the best it's just it's helped solidify things so to speak and then taking the opposite tack that was a big sigh <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't mean that. That did not come out the way that it was meant to. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I've got to get this off my chest. <sighs> I feel so much better now. <laughs> so, taking the slightly opposite angle, because obviously, you know, on this show, we're, we're here for the community of the World of Warcraft and we want to talk about the positive side, but we yeah. can't deny that there are some shitheads out there and there is a darker side to any community but obviously in gaming you have a slight anonymity that gives a lot of people free license to be dickheads yeah. um keyboard so warriors what, uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Hell of a about. what would you say has been your worst experience and how did you overcome it and what advice would you give to other people who have who were in find themselves in a similar situation it's it's a bit of a tough one really because when mm -hmm. when i think about 
when I think about it, I've not really had any really negative experiences. It's it's mainly just been the the classic learn to play, which in, any, in, any, in essence, speaking the truth, they're like so. <laughs> good, good scrub. So, but, <laughs> the mate, I'd say the the one that sticks out, and again, I was questioning whether to tell the, the entirety of this story, and I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, was would have been when I got fished. I got my account ended up getting fished through one of them emails back in the oh, day, and no. I going so it was um i can't remember what i got the classic email that you know yada yada you need to log in so i did it and then nothing happened and then i just didn't think anything of it and um i remember because I, <laughs> I was in the bathroom and i was on my phone when i was um younger and um Merple texted me and he said why are you selling all of your things i was like what do you mean I was like, I'm, oh. I'm in the bathroom, man. I'm not selling all my stuff. And then I'm so, on the loo texting you, yeah. bro. What are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> I, was just re- I was reading the back of the shampoo bottles like we used to do before <laughs> we had phones. You know, you'd count how many letters were in the biggest word. And um, and then before you know it, all my stuff's getting sold. So the, the rest of it was a blur, like dashing out, you know, wash my hands. I'm going to say that. <laughs> and, then, um, and then I, like, he, he thankfully, Merple was a savior with this because whoever was controlling my account um he kept going up to him and trading him to try and stop him from doing what he was needing to do and it gave me enough time when i think of it it was i think the account ended up getting i I sent a ticket or so and got the account banned for xyz and then i managed to recover it and i ended up getting all my stuff back as well like blizzard were fantastic with it so overall that was probably the worst experience but it was down to my own naivety anyway you know just get an email oh here's my password you know Uh like thinking You're so right. and the way to overcome it authenticators don't be naive yeah <laughs> authenticators are the business they are yeah. you need them you need them for everything these days you do yeah every time i log into something it tells me on my phone you have a code for this app mm. but you know if it stops somebody else stealing my hardened wow gold not that there's a lot in my account <laughs> right I did like that the uh, uh, Merple was trying to help you out there. That was that's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, he was an absolute stellar lad. He really is. I, I love that guy to bits. And they did the, the, the as he, he was following the guy like and again I, I when I think back to it, I kind of see it through his eyes and he must have been running around like what is what's Liam doing? Like why is he selling all this stuff? And then, you know, to be concerned enough to text me and stuff like, You okay, dude? Like, what's going on? Are you you all right? <laughs> and then it turns out, oh, my account's been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Those Chinese gold farmers, that's what they were all about. Yep. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what does the WoW community mean to you now? I'd say it's it's having that mutual love of this of this game and and knowing that you through that you can you've got this additional level of, of relating to somebody because you've both played this game together or like specifically with classic, um Everybody, like I'd say, the majority of people are playing it for like to relive, you know, replay it from back in the day. And knowing that everybody's got their own story to why they're playing it again, like as as I do too, that in itself brings me so much joy. That you've already have so many topics of conversation with somebody that you could have literally just clicked on now, you know, on Twitch or so, or you could have come across them on Twitter or, so, or anywhere, and you've already got something that you you've got in common, and you've got a base ground to start a conversation. So I'd say that in itself, like it's a it's a family because of that, you know. Yeah, they I love that answer. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> oh, terrific. <laughs> it is. That's exactly how it is, though. Like it's. I remember, like when I'd run into people who in real life back in when I was playing WoW when it had first come out, and how excited I got when I first came across a friend or so who'd been playing it, you know, in secret too, because we're all being quiet and, you know, nobody can know we're playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> and, uh, and then you, again, you get stoked because somebody else is playing it. And now I get to relive that feeling over and over again. You know, like I could be watching a variety streamer and then, oh, they're playing WoW. And then straight, I've got, you know, there's that little bit of a jump like, oh, they're playing, you know, they, they play it too, you know? So I'd say, I'd say that's the way to try and sum that one up. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So you are building a very lovely community through your Twitch stream and it's a I wouldn't I was going to say it's wholesome but it really isn't wholesome sometimes. <laughs> 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 so, and 
so what but it's a very friendly very welcoming place to be there's a lot of fun there's a lot of laughs a lot of banter um oh and I apologize to podcast listeners if you can hear my dog barking I have tried to shut him up but unfortunately he doesn't want to uh, comply this morning um dogs are okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. The, at least the kiddo's out of the house. I haven't got to worry about that this, today. So we're, we're, we're halfway there. Um, but what, I, what we sort of, you know, while we're talking about the community in the Warcraft, in Warcraft, we've obviously all got the people that we look up to who we want to emulate or, um, in my eyes, straight up copy hygiene. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to know who, who do you admire in the WoW community and what is it about them that you admire? I'd say within the main, my main introduction to like, you know, this era of WoW community has been through Twitch, like, so to speak, like when I, when you compare them to, cause I'm playing classic via, you know, now, and then I was playing classic back then. So for me, like I only got involved in Twitch and such back in October after Yazwak and, uh, and Louis had, had egged me on. So the, the, the people that I admire would be the people that I first started watching, like, because they were the ones who gave me the impression to what Twitch is. You know, I'd, I'd heard of Twitch. I'd never really watched it. It was the usual outside perspective of not understanding how this works. Then you get involved in it and then, oh, this is how it is. So this is, this is, and then you, you get it, you know, so to speak. So I'd say the main people that I, I admire, the top three would be Pool Dog, um that be fry fry guy underscore tx and it'd be zegas as well because they were the first three that i started watching when it came to to twitch and watching people playing classic wow and just them being them and the way that they are were that was you know i could have tuned into other people and it would have given me a completely different opinion of switch so just them being who they were you know pool dogs spent a lot of time like freely giving me advice on things that I could work on and improve on. And I'll always be grateful of that. Fry Guy, I just got on with him like a house on fire from the get-go. And, you know, Zegas, I don't think he's ever offline anyway. So he's a reliable (laughs) That guy is an absolute machine. (laughs) He is. I think I'm starting to think he's a robot. I don't think he can possibly be human. The amount of like 24 hour, 36 hour, 48 hour streams he does. It's just, it's very intense, but you know, he farms. Is, he far, is it ZG? He farms or Garub? Yeah, it's all Garub. Whenever I'm in there raiding, I so like I, I just I feel like I'm him a little bit. You know, <laughs> I, the gameplay isn't the same, but you know, I'm getting the ambiance at least. <laughs> I love that raid, by the way. As a side, it's good fun. Hey. Oh man. <laughs> oh. So we've we've touched on the fact that you are clearly a Twitch streamer, um, and that you've got this amazing community over there full of characters and lots of fun but how did you find them so to that's a it's a, it's a tough one that it is it's it went because i've got there's been a lot of thinking going on in regards to this and i don't do that very often so <laughs> uh, <laughs> but i'd say like it was it's been just through searching a lot of it or people even just you know people forget how easy a, a name drop you know, like how much a name drop can mean something, you know, not even necessarily having to do, you know, shout outs in chat boxes or so, but if names come up in conversation enough, like it piques my interest to have a look in or delve around. And that's where it's all come from mainly. And I've got, again, I've got Yazwak and Merple and Louie and so to, to bank for getting me involved in it to begin with, because it was mainly after our Scarlet Monastery 30 to 40 run that we did over a weekend. And just <laughs> shit talking that continued with that was uh, enough to just like, you need to give this streaming thing a go. And from there, getting involved with watching people, they gave me suggestions and such. And through Twitter too, it just, it, it, it just kind of exploded into, oh, you know, my followers list, I'm, I'm watching all these people now. Like I blinked and now, oh, here we go. Here's everyone to, to keep an eye on, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I, I love how you've built your community because it feels very organic and um, just an extension of who you are as well. And I know we're connected like on multiple channels and we keep having to clarify where we're going to chat to each other because we end up sending yeah. different messages. <laughs> <laughs> like can't keep up with everything um but i think that's testament to how hard you've worked as well in building that community um so those are our kind of general questions now we're going to move into the guest specific questions <laughs> 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 Rico, would you like to take some of these <laughs> 
I would love to. So we all know Azeroth's awesome, but where is your favorite place in game, Chumpa? So it's the place that we all love to hate. Like I love, and I also hate it. I, again, I'm I'm guilty of it too. I love Stranglethorn Vale. Like I really, it just it was the first chance of getting to see what pvp was like you know like back in the day like it was the first contested territory the first time you hear a dismount and you're like uh oh yep. like and then you hear somebody <laughs> you know you hear somebody stealth here oh god here we go again but it's all part of the fun of it you know like because you're running around on tenter hooks like and you see like a red name in the distance you're like oh you know just i'm getting i'm getting an adrenaline rush now thinking about it it's just i, I love that zone and i've got a few characters that are they're going to be at stranglethorn levels eventually and i'm going to cherish every second of it uh, and that is my, by far my five, favorite place to be well that'll be really fun to watch because it, it it wasn't fun to live through i'm not a pvp and i'll tell you i'll tell you stv still gives me nightmares but it is. That's it. If, it. if it can give the viewer some pleasure seeing the pain that goes yeah. into leveling through <laughs> Stranglethorn, I'm all for it. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to have you uh, give me a guided tour on a PvP <laughs> server, and holy smokes. I'll show you where not to go, man, which is everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, what is your most liked activity in the game? Like PvP, questing, dungeons, raids, or other? I'd say it's. I'd say mainly like number one, I'd be I'd be questing, and then a close second would be PvP. Um, and I'd say it's mainly questing because each time you do one to sixty, you can do it in so many different ways. Like you can do it in so many different zones, or you can you can go down the same path that you've done. So just approaching different zones and and some of the different quests that you can come across is again like I forget how much of an adventure there can be within the game. Like, well, especially if you're reading the quest too, because I used to do the classic auto-click, you know, off we go. Yep. And then you don't know what you're doing. You don't know why you're killing these basilisks. You just got to kill 14 of them because you need to kill 14 of them. So I'd say questing overall and then PvP, just because of the, some of the interactions you can end up in. And just, again, I've, I've kind of made my own games within PvP now, like parkour has become parkour, like parkour. a big thing. Doing parkour within PvP. <laughs> And, you know, just just seeing things from different perspectives. Like, I used to see PvP as, right, go, 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 on a kills, on a kills. And as much as it is, there's also an element of just have a bit of fun with it too. You know, just mess around a little bit. See what scenarios you can end up in, which characters you come across. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I never really, yeah, if you think about games within the game that you kind of come up with, that's, yeah, I like that. Yeah, like even I think even most times I'm in Warsonga, so I'll usually come up with my own arch nemesis that I've got to go against. And, you know, there'll be a name that I keep seeing in that battleground. And it's like, right, that's it. I'm beelining for them every time I resurrect now. That's and awesome. then, you know, it's just little things like that that can come about that add an additional element of fun to it. Yeah, I was uh, never a big PvP and not very successful. I was a healer, but I know exactly what you mean. I remember your names just from whichever yeah from whichever <laughs> battleground we were in man it would be one well, especially back then our servers were our own you know so you got yeah, to know exactly. everybody mm, everyone had their own like little in-game reputation of such yep and it was like you run into a certain name and it is exactly as you've just said it then man i couldn't put it better yeah that's awesome it, it was just seeing that name man <laughs> <laughs> um also now I don't know. I think everybody has a struggle with this question, but what's what ultimately hooked you on WoW? So this one itself as well, because I've got some. I've, I can't really explain what it is that probably fully hooked me, but I can give some examples for how hooked I was as well. Like for the, <laughs> <laughs> the extreme, I, I had more crack, but I can tell you why it hooked me. <laughs> exactly. I do I do remember like when I did first log in on Lofa, um my dwarf hunter that I first started, which was actually he was supposed to be called Iofa, where it was from a I think it was from one of the Aragon books, but I misread uh Merple's text because I didn't know what to call my character. <laughs> and I called him Lofa and then you know realized later that that's a shoe. So then my character's named after a shoe <laughs> instead of like a legendary guy out of a book. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I, remember, I remember um i remember running through dun mara and just that my frame rate was terrible like the, the screen was pixelated as hell but it was this 
new world that I'd never had the chance to experience and just how big it was. I'd never play a, played a game this big before. And seeing how big the map was and like the, the idea of going over to Kalimdor when you've not even seen the Eastern Kingdoms yet was just ridiculous. And so it was every second that I could try and get to play on this game, I would. I was There was points I was limited to an hour a day by my dad because oh, like for which back the, now now i see what he was doing was good it was for, for good reasons you know be, he was being a good dad but back then it was like god i just want to play i just want to play you couldn't, you couldn't have done much in yeah. an hour back then so here, here no. was my routine so the, the main bit that exactly you can't do much in an hour so what i used to do was this was back when i was um level i think i was going from 51 to 60 and i'd be i'd log off at chillwing camp and what I would do is the hour that I would have, I would log on and then I would go and farm the skeletons within just outside of Chilwin camp. So I'd kill them. Like that was my plan. And then I remember I did get glowing brightwood staff from there. Um, and I ended up selling that on the auction house quite a bit, which is fantastic with itself. Nice. But that was, that was what I was, that's what I was limited to. And then it came to a point, this was, again, this is, I'm going to have to send this podcast to my parents because I, I'm 90% sure they don't know this story. Um, <laughs> so, surprise! It, exactly. <laughs> so, the the computer that we used to have, the, the screen did double up as a, a TV as well. And we did, like, we used to go on, on camping trips um, when we were younger. We had, like, a, a caravan to put on the back of the car. So, for one reason or another, the, the, my parents and my sister were going on the camping trip and I had to stay at home. I can't remember why it was. Uh, but, you know, they decided they're taking the TV, uh, the, the PC screen with them so they can watch TV. And, and obviously it can also stop the sun from playing this game for an entire week. <laughs> or so they thought. Um, so, but like what I'd had, prior to this, we did have a, an, a prior computer that I'd given to Yazawak, which he was intending to uh, improve and like and, and do it up. But it was a, a pile of crap, the computer itself. But he kept the monitor. And what, when the parents were going on the trip, I went straight round to Yazawak's house, who lived around the corner, and I got that monitor from his house and brought it back home, plugged it into the, into the computer, and I played it no, for a week straight. Right? I was playing my art shaman, and I was going through Strangle Farm Vale. I can remember it as clear as day. And that was an amazing week of my summer holidays. It was fantastic. And the parents had no idea. Yeah, I certainly was. <laughs> <laughs> Apoc the Shaman was prevailing in Stranglethorn, and the parents were none the wiser. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, so there's the examples for how hooked I was. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, so then do you remember when the Burning Crusade came and uh, the Dark Portal opened for you do you have any stories about that i I do remember it it was that was that again was a a pinnacle moment and i did i did end up missing the opening of the dark portal unfortunately um i really did want to catch it i'm i'm 90 sure we were at school i think we were in school like at the time that it was opening um but again for for reasons i can't remember but i didn't buy the burning crusade for like two to three weeks after it had come out after the, the release but and i do remember what i was doing it was whilst i was playing because i was level 60 at the time so i was just doing bits of pvp and um, passing the time until i was getting the expansion and i was i was forward slash who anyone in hellfire peninsula and just asking them what the expansion was like, I was like is it good i'm getting it in a few weeks like, what's it like, like <laughs> I do remember spending quite a bit of time doing that. <laughs> and then I did end up eventually getting it. And again, that was, that was, it, it, it was like classic again, because it was my first ever time experiencing an expansion of a game that I already loved. So that again, I can't wait for that to ha- rehappen and, and get to relive that again. And I will be there for that portal opening. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. Time too. That I, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. Certainly will. Um, so you've put a lot of work into the stream, uh, creating overlays and, and, uh, emotes, graphics, and so on. It seems that you really enjoy it. Do you have any tips for someone that's going to be starting? Maybe kind of like me or Demi, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, like it's, it, it's one of, I absolutely, how would you start with this one? So 
I, I again, I started knowing absolutely nothing. Like my, if I could look back at my old VODs, um, like the templates that I was using, I've not even filled any of the information incorrectly. It was just trying to learn as I went along and just enjoying that process within itself. Like it, it just, it sparked me wanting to just express my creativity a bit. So again, just you, you find, you'll find your own path with it and just be patient with it, I would say. Just give it a go, jump in. And the communities themselves have been fantastic in regards to helping. You know, like I've not, I've not learned everything off my own back. Like there's been so many people who've offered advice and such, and it is down to the person to then listen to that advice as well. But it, that's it. I, I've not done, I'm not techie. I am not techie at all. The amount, the amount of times in stream that things go wrong and I've got to have, you know, my command <laughs> not work, like that's become a consistent thing. So it's, it's one of it's them just embrace the mistakes. It is exactly, you know, you can either laugh or cry about it. So I'd prefer to do the former. Absolutely. So I'd say just enjoy the process and, and the learning that comes with it and just, you know, let the mind be like a sponge and just absorb knowledge, really. Cool. Cool. Good tip. I like that. Um, you also... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, David. <laughs> I was going to say, should I take the next question? Because sure. I, I wrote it from my perspective and then realized if you read it out, Bricko, it's going to sound a bit weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, so you... When you're streaming, one of the topics that seems to come up quite a lot is mental health. Um, and it's become a bit of a safe space for people to open up about their battles. And you and I have talked about it because we've both gone through um, mental health battles and, you know, still sometimes do. Um, yeah. So I, I wondered what had prompted you to talk about it on stream. I'd say it was... With the way that it is, like, again, it took me a long time to even be aware of, of my own mental health and, you know, like my own thought processes and such. It took me a very long time to be aware of that. And then it took me a very long time after that to then be comfortable enough to even speak about it. So, and then once, I, once I'd broken that barrier, and don't get me wrong, I still go for that barrier now, you know, mm. in regards to speaking about it. There's still times I think, oh, I could speak about it to anyone. But then there's other times when it's like, I can't, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's one of them like i don't like i deal with mental health issues but i don't i don't use it i don't define myself by it because doing yeah. that in itself can then be limiting because you're adding your own barriers to that by defining yourself because of something you have so and i feel that if i wasn't to to speak about it especially because I, I i am at them points where i can speak about it when i feel like it you know when i'm when i'm ready to speak about it so to speak it's it'd be dishonest of me to not say that I, you know to not bring it up because it's part of who i am you know so when we're not as we see on social media these days you know it's all highlight reels of everyone's life you know and that itself can make people feel like crap because you think everyone's living the best lives when that's not the case you know so just being i'd say it's it's not so much that i've made the decision to speak about it on stream it's it's just me being real with myself so to speak you know like because the more we speak about it in a general term, the less that there is that ooh, ah, around it and the stigma, you know, because it's it's something that a lot of us deal with. So speaking about it in a general term can help others speak about it in a general term. Yeah, and I don't have all the answers. It's just something that I deal with too. So, and as you said, like we've had plenty of discussions about it as well and it does, it affects you on a daily. You can, I've gone through plenty of periods of it even since starting streaming. And I'm, right now I'm not at that point where I feel like I want to speak about it, you know? And I'll get to that point at a later point. But for now, you know, I'm still trying to deal with how I even address it myself. Mm. You know, so this this is it. It's just part of who I am. And you, it's the, the cards you dealt, you know, you deal them. I, for, for me personally, I think becoming a streamer and then a podcaster and, I mean, this is our second show. I think I can say I'm a podcaster now. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but, you know, it for people with particularly with anxiety and depression which are the two that you and I have talked about most and that you know I know from my standpoint that's what I deal with most um when any time that you put yourself into the public domain and make yourself visible anything that you deal with mentally it um it's almost like a spotlight on it and it can, yeah. it can, it's all, almost like a magnifying glass with a sunbeam going through it. It can intensify things so much um, mm -hmm. and make things a hundred times worse than they were before. And then the flip side is it can be a hundred times better as well. Um, yeah, you get the 
extreme highs and the extreme lows. Yeah, eh? yeah. Um, and I think, um, I mean, we. I said I was going to mention this in the closing notes, but one of the reasons that I wanted these questions to talk to you about this was, obviously, we recently lost um, Byron Reckful Bernstein in the WOW community, and he's not somebody that I watched or particularly knew, but the way that um, his passing happened has knocked a lot of people for six um, and again highlighted this need for people to have good mental health care and good self-care um, and I mean I'll talk a bit more about that later on but um, you know I, I thought it was having your stream as a safe space for people to feel that they can talk about those things in general terms you know I know neither you nor I are healthcare professionals and we're not trying to position ourselves as that um but it's an it's an important subject that we need to normalize more um and I found that your stream was a really good place to do that um so thank oh, you thank you Dan. That, that means a lot to hear you know like I, it is ex exactly as you said and you know it's a it's a very welcoming place where we have a bit of banter you know there's there's a lot of shit directed at me sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> which, I, which I'll gladly accept. <laughs> and oh, it's, it, it's, it's a great place. <laughs> it's a great place where we can all have a laugh, you know. And things aren't too. We're not. We don't take things literally. It's you know, comedy is one of them that I find it, it's appreciated, but it's also not appreciated enough sometimes. And I don't appreciate it enough because. The fact that I had this conversation with somebody the other day, that the, the fact that with the way that the body is, that you can you can laugh at something before you, you've even had time to process it in your mind. And if you're not if you're in, you know, if you're not feeling 100 percent in yourself or so and, and you can get a laugh, you know, and, and you make yourself laugh or something makes you laugh like that in itself is priceless. You know that you can I can do that to myself and I've given that and that's been some that's been an impression to others as well, you know, given that feeling of laughter, laughter is everything. And especially with everything that's going on at the moment, it's, it's needed, you know, for sure. Mm. So we have one more question for you under the guest specific questions, and then we move on to the community questions. So if I take this last question, um, and then I'll hand over to Bricko again for the community cues, if that's all right with everybody. Yeah, sounds good. So you, I, we know that you've got some plans for your stream specifically coming up in the next week. Um, why don't you tell us about that? Give the dates as well, because at the moment, I don't know when I'm going to be able to get this show out. <laughs> yeah, so it might have already happened by the time that this is aired. I will do my best to get it out. No pressure, no pressure on that <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, it's going to be happening on Thursday. Um, Thursday, Thursday the 16th. 16th. 16th of July and is what is it that you're doing July. so we're doing um I've been asked um by Deadweight Design while role-playing and Peachy I've been asked to jump on board with them which I'm very happy to have been asked to begin with um on a 24-hour uh, charity stream for Mind in the UK which is a mental health charity and what we're going to be doing if people are familiar with the People are familiar. Everyone's familiar with the South Park episode, of World of Warcraft. I'm talking about <laughs> um, so, when with the theme of the of the episode of South Park, where they have to kill boars to get to level sixty. That is exactly what we're going to do for twenty four hours. We're going to kill oh boars. Oh my god! So, <laughs> so, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting. There's going to be lots of energy drinks consumed. I can imagine there'll be a hell of a lot of shit talking because we need to make this entertaining somehow. We're just going <laughs> so it's going to be a, it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. It's going to be a challenge in itself. Uh, it's the whole point, you know, um, yeah. 24 hours. Um, I'm quite, quite scared of what version of myself I'm going to see towards the end of it. <laughs> have you have you guys, like, planned a route of where you're going to go? Because you can't just kill the balls in Elwyn forever because they won't give you XP after a while, will they? No, they won't. So I think as well you might be overestimating how far we'll progress to this <laughs> <laughs> So, I have faith in you, boys. I love the honesty. <laughs> we've got uh, we've got all the characters to Northshire Abbey, so they're ready and waiting. And I reckon it's probably going to be Elwyn to Westfall. Probably we'll probably be killing Princess for a while or so, like around that area, and then to Westfall, then to Lakeshire. I can't see us getting past Lakeshire. 
after like in all honesty i can really see, yeah i can see i can see it taking us a while or i reckon we're gonna there's gonna be tangents and we're gonna go off there's gonna be something else going on along the way are you allowed to die <laughs> on this experience yes we, yeah, we are okay. allowed to die thankfully because otherwise yeah. i'd be otherwise you'd, yeah otherwise it would take a long long time and i would say do not go to westfall before level like 15 because yep. it was a boar that killed my first hardcore character in Aww. Westfall. Avenge her, Chapa. Avenge her. Kill them piggies. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. I will be doing my absolute best to be there for as much as as much of that as possible. I will be um, And I'm sure, you know, yeah, yeah for mm. 24 hours, that gives everybody around the world a good Ample chance. time. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be some yoga stretching and such in between. I'm going to have to do some, you know, I'll do my yeah, Mr. Yeah. Motivators. Make sure to, you to keep, keep limber. <laughs> Protect <Yep>. your erectors. <laughs> Great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we've got some community questions for you um which i will hand over to brico to ask um i think what did we get yeah we got well we got uh five questions but we got three from one person but that's okay we're happy to yeah. have as many as possible mm -hmm. yeah thanks community that we're starting to build here has really stepped up for us right away it's kind of awesome to see um so wabbage <laughs> at wabbage or Wabbage, yeah, at Wabbage. At Wabbage, yeah. uh, he or they ask, "What draws you into classic over retail?" So uh, I love that name to begin with as well. Wabbage is fantastic. Um, so to for classic is basically I am playing from a laptop, so that's one of the things too. There is a slight tech um, reason for why I'm playing classic, um, and I've not well. Not for why I'm playing classic, but for why I've not breached into, you know, going back into retail. Um, so I, I was playing, I played from the beginning up until Warlords is when I started dropping off. Um, like people had stopped playing and so on. I was kind of playing it just on my own at that point. And then I'd set off traveling. So I then completely, I've lost touch with the, I'd lost touch with the story, to be completely honest. I, I, I'm completely clueless to what's happening in Battle for Azeroth and what had happened towards the end of Legion. So <laughs> Demi's so shocked right now, Pete. <laughs> 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 How can you not know every single piece of law? <laughs> Although, according to the quiz from last night, I have no idea about a lot of it either. So. <laughs> but I'd, I'd say it, it is also just the nostalgia of it. You know, I never, I never got the, I never expected that I would get the chance to relive this game. Like that has always been one of the things that I've always wished was something I'd be able to do. Like back when, you know. WoW was evolving and such, and it just didn't feel like the original game. And I don't mean that as a complaint, because it's just, you know, change happens and things, you know, sure. move on. So getting the chance to just replay that again, and even the element of it helps, you know, I get a bit of homesickness whilst I'm away. And, you know, when I'm sat here playing, it can remind me of being back at home, you know, eating my Tesco cookies in my room, trying to be quiet because my parents are trying to sleep. You know, <laughs> so I'd say it's definitely a lot of it is down to the nostalgia, I'd say. For classic over retail sure i can feel that too uh, yeah it's it's pretty neat a little difference uh these mm -hmm. next two are also from wabbage uh if you could have one feature from retail in classic what would you like that to be so i think that the one thing that i'd like to have purely because of again the the, the way that i approach the game <laughs> um i'd say meeting stones if meeting stones could work again because i always i never have the flight path to wherever dungeon it is that we're going to so i know obviously it doesn't completely you've still got to get there you've still got to get x amount of people there but it just would make things a little bit easier when it comes to going to dungeons dungeons and such like Mar maradon is the main one that's in mind in regards to that like that takes forever to find like no matter if you're playing hard or alliance, Desolace takes forever to get to. It does. So meeting stones, please. <laughs> right, and then BRD would be a little easier too, I would think. <laughs> yes, it certainly <laughs> Especially would. Especially on PvP realms. How did I forget about BRD? <laughs> <laughs> right. This one's also from Wabbage. I think I already said that. So hooray for second podcast jitters. Uh, what, <laughs> what class is the best ever, and why is the answer Paladin? This one kind of rings true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do 
I do love playing a paladin though as well. I am I and that's one class that I'm wanting to play. <laughs> Demi's hating me right now. <laughs> Our Twitter exchange is pretty good um, on this too. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I do love paladins. Like I'm gonna play one like my paladin I make I've made at the moment. He's gonna take a while to get to sixty, but I want my aim is for him to be seventy in, in the Burning Crusade because I played Paladin a bit in Burning Crusade 2, and it was fantastic. And the, 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 the armor sets were brilliant. I loved the look of the armor sets. Yeah. So Paladin is it's a fantastic class, but I'd say for me overall, Rogue was a great one to play. Endgame Rogue, because of just being able to sneak around. I spent so much time in Ironforge on my Undead Rogue, just you know, uh, snooping around, seeing what I was you. doing. You know, just that having a look. You, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> I was mainly there for nosying reasons. I wasn't trolling people. It was mainly just to look around, Chief. you know. I was see just what's trying happening. to get my mail, man. I was just trying to get my mail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Laria asks, Laria underscore wow asks, does he have any tips or advice for players trying out classic? I'd say take your time and enjoy the journey. Just like I can't stress enough just taking your time with it because there's there's so much emphasis on like us trying to finish things as quick as you can. I mean, that's I'm speaking that from my own personal perspective too, because that's how I've usually approached gaming and how I used to approach WoW as well. I did want to get to the end level and such, and I did skip over bits that I could have spent a bit more time doing things. So I'd say just enjoy the journey and take your time with it and don't rush yourself, really. Just see it from a perspective as you, you're making the most out of the game rather than I need to do X, Y, Z. You know, because, I mean, when you think of it like, you, you know, pound for pound, it's it's probably one of the cheapest games you can play when it comes to the amount of content that you get per month. So just make the most of that content. Yeah, that's brilliant. Brilliant. That's great advice, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Allie of Dungeon Fables, she asks, what... What made you want to stream and what advice would you give to someone who is thinking about streaming? So I'd say, so it was mainly, again, it was, so it was Yazawak and Louie who had originally egged me on to give it a go, uh, to give streaming a try as we'd been on Discord, like leveling together and just some of the scenarios that would ended up, up in and the commentary in, involved. And, I, you know, it take as I said earlier as well, it takes a while for you to, you know, learn your groove and, and so to speak like with where you know where you want your approach to be because there is there's a lot of training wheels and such involved so i'd say it was once I'd, as well once i'd seen myself and like once i'd realized that i could edit videos and things because i'd never done any of that before it was it just became more things i can play with and tinker with you know and if you if you can if you can remove your ego a bit and just not take yourself seriously just you know and just go for it just give it a go because we do, we do make mistakes we're only human you know there's no perfect time to do anything just learn as you go along like that's the that's the best advice i'd give in regards to giving it a go and thinking of, if you're thinking about it you've already made the decision just give it a go you know there's only one way to find out cool sure that's exactly how i approach it nice good stuff well that's Almost wraps up our formal interview with Chumpa Chump. Just a couple more questions for you. Uh, and thank you very much to the community for those questions. The, the response that we've had from you guys um, for our second show in terms of like your interaction has been amazing. Um, so final couple of questions for you, my friend Chumpa Chump. How can everybody find you? What's the best place for them to come and find you? And is there anybody you would like to shout out? So uh, the people, I'll go through the shout outs first as it's prominent in my mind. So would say, I'd say again, the, the people who I'd stream, watched originally, like they've, you know, they've given me that impression of Twitch from firsthand, like when it comes to being a completely fresh viewer, I've never been involved in this part of the internet because it can be a bit nerve wracking, you know, sending them messages in chat. And so like, and that's something I've gone through too, you know, like it can be a bit, you know, if there's, if chat's already going off or so, you know, you're a new person in, it can be a bit, oh, what do I say, you know? So I'd say the people to chat are definitely Zegas, FryGuy underscore TX, PoolDog, and then 100% Griggsy TV as well, who's basically my brother. Love that guy. Brother so from another mother. Along him, <laughs> uh, along to 
find that guy. I'd say as well, <clears throat> Pandadon. He doesn't play well, but Pandadon himself, he he has been a, a big inspiration in regards to figuring out how to work overlays and and just approaching comedy from different angles because he cracks me up and he's given me he's helped out a hell of a lot he's one of he's another one of them there's too many people to shout out really i'm gonna sit here all selfish and we're gonna finish. <laughs> oh no i missed everyone <laughs> <laughs> and then um for the shout for finding me as uh, you can find us on uh twitch twitter instagram and youtube at chumpa chum and I've also got a Facebook page that's, uh, that I'm slowly building up, and I do have a Discord channel that we can that we drop in by its far in chat too. Um, and that's an area again. I'm guilty of not being as involved on the disc side, but I'm trying. I keep saying I'm trying, and I just hope that I'm slowly improving. <laughs> I'm sure you are, my friend. And we'll have links for all of those um, down in the show notes. So anybody who missed all of that, basically, he's everywhere at Chumpachump, which is C-H-U-M-P-A-C-H-U-M. And we'll put all of those links in the show notes. Anyway, thank you so much. Thank you. Nice to meet you, dude. Yeah, you too. (laughs) It's been been great fun. I've been looking forward to this all week. Good stuff. Well, stick around because we're not finished just Mm. yet. You guys out there gave us so many heroes for the first community call, and we are now going to start sharing them with you. If you want to submit your community hero for the next episode, you can follow us on Twitter, which is at Third Faction Show. That's the number three RD Faction Show, at Third Faction Show on Twitter. And just watch out for the community call tweet that we do, usually about a week before we do... um, the recording and you can then nominate anybody that you have encountered in the Warcraft community uh, in the previous fortnight that you think deserves a special mention and Bricko is going to do our first community call. Such an honor, such an (laughs) honor really. Thank you guys so much. Uh, This really really was a big thing kind of blew up for us. Thank you again. It did, yeah. You're going to have a lot to read. (laughs) Yes. uh, at Frazzly-tastic. Hi, Fraz. Nominated. Hey, Fraz. Spa- at Spaz Wesson. Hi, Spaz. Hey, Spaz. Uh, and he says, Spaz has become one of my best friends. We hang out twice a week and has really been there for me as a friend. So that's really cool. That's wow. really great to hear, really. Um, so we've got white at White Polar Bear Mount, a.k.a. Capo. Hi, Capo. We, uh, Capo. He said Represent. that. He'd like to nominate the countless unnamed players who don't have a platform who take time out of their gameplay to help others. From grinding low le- random low-level, or from giving the random low-level players a ride across a zone where they w- would surely perish on foot to running people through dungeons or raids with no benefit. For them, or for themselves, sorry. <laughs> this is small writing, I'm trying my best. Um, to stop doing and, great, my friend. Uh, to stop mm. and helping a, a player that is overwhelmed or healing them or helping them kill the mobs that were attacking them. Oftentimes, just to have the person run off without a thank you. And many other things these, uh, these players do to help fellow adventurers. Hats off to those of you who do the little things. You truly bring a sense of community to a game that sometimes can be very toxic. So that's a good one too, yeah. That Yeah. That's a very good one. And I find myself doing that to help, and I've been helped. So it really kind of yeah. hits home that one. That's pretty awesome. Um so Razir at Razirius said, Well, I nominate at White Polar Bear Mount for being one of the people he describes himself. That was very cool. I would give Capo a round of applause because he doesn't he doesn't big up himself enough, and the man does a hell of a lot for this community. He really does. I actually had the pleasure. Uh, it was a couple months ago we were starting our. Oh, what was it? The. The uh, Scuff Squad. Remember, Demi? Oh yeah, the meme tastic challenge with Juno. Yep. Uh, he Capo and I were running around um, Ashenvale. He was helping me get some levels to catch up. <laughs> He's really awesome. Good, good dude. <laughs> um, Sill. From Whispers of War said, There's so many, but Defo want to give a shout out to Frasley. Hi, Frasley again. Yay. And hi, Sil. Frasley and Sil. Uh, Scrubs versus the World, also known as Syrub. He wants to nominate at Posti, po, Posturema. 
poster <laughs> for yeah, community post hero. Post <laughs> I, they're just posty, I think he'll he'll get it, Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> I won't get too he won't get too mad at me. Uh, I've been having a rough go lately, but his pizza posts always bring me a smile and make me hungry, which leads to pizza and then ultimately happy. <laughs> his pizza posts are pretty good. Uh, at retake control nominated at panda TV. I think it's panda TV OCE. Okay, panda TV OCE saying a genuine angel of the community, especially lately. And we need all of them we can get lately. We do, we do. Uh, at Leo Wild said many of my wild friends are content creators. I recommend uh, I recommend share their work often. So for this, I'm going to say someone who's not really a content creator per se. I've only seen him in-game once myself, yet he works so hard at making the wild community more positive. It is at THUNK to pee on all caps. I love THUNK. <laughs> He's one of my favorite follows. Awesome, awesome. Thunk is so good. He really is. Um... I'll, that was also backed up by at arcane underscore blood elf and at frazzlytastic. We should be sponsored by Frazzly this episode. I think so, right? <laughs> uh, at Wa at Wabbage said, at Band Helix is an awesome guy, super inclusive, and always goes out of his way to help people. 10 out of 10 would friend again. <laughs> That's awesome. And we have Kai, at Kayafin underscore CTR nominated the at the Gold Queen and at La Wit La Wit Boy. I think it's Law I C I L C O One. We're really sorry, guys, if we get your name yeah. wrong. We're doing our best. I read through this twice and I'm still screwing it up. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, community. Uh, but the, at the Gold Queen and at La Wilka One. Hands down, because of them, I met my soulmate at Nightmare, and we're getting married soon. They met in game. Holy moly, Aww, that's... wow. Congratulations. Here, here. That's terrific. That's awesome. Congratulations, guys. Yeah, congrats. Our next one is from at Falima... Oh, boy. Falimokrava, a.k.a. Amanda Sloan, from Geek Herring. Um, Yay. They nominated at Tom the Knight. Oh, yeah. Tom the Knight. Nice, nice. Cool. <laughs> uh, saying that he's the reason I started playing Warcraft. And honestly, if it, weren't, if it weren't for him, I don't know if I'd have as much enjoyment with it as I do. And obviously there was, and probably still is, a lot of hand-holding that comes from being very into WoW since launch and knowing all the lore that I have no idea about. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm getting my help from Jin and Fear. Absolutely, yeah. And now, obviously, Chumper Chump has admitted that he didn't used to read the quest text, but now he does. Yep. <laughs> that's where you get the lore from. <laughs> Slowly making them changes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> So, Midget, at Midget said, I would like to recommend at Rusty Raider, as although not in his guild, I have followed him for a year or so now. Between the upbeat internet presence, his response to guildmates, at Recip Reciprocity US, I have to believe there are many more stories behind this rogue. And Rusty Raider replied with, Thanks, Midget. You are too kind. I don't. I don't know. I like Warcraft coffee and encouraging folks, and that is what they're all about. I like that. That one's really good. Yeah. I do have a That's tickle in my throat, Demi. <clears throat> oh, shall I take the next few? If you wouldn't mind, I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, it's fine. Uh, so Nin, who we stumbled over your name first, Nin, which uh, Law I L C O One uh, said that. Kfin underscore CTR literally flew me around when I was still loopy from pain meds from my mastectomy to help me finish off Legion flying. We still joke about her having to yell at me when I dozed off underwater. Oh jeez. <laughs> now if that isn't yeah, if that isn't the sign of a good friend, I don't know what is. 
Yeah. Um, Joe also, now I'm going to spell this out, but I think it's at Mue. It's M0O0OEH. So you can understand why I went Moo. Nominated Zulzilla and Clockwork Bells. Both really good friends who got me into WoW way back when and have got me back into the game recently. I couldn't hope for better friends and awesome gamers. Then we had Actor Winkle who said, I would say without a doubt, at Leela Zors. She is always willing to come to the rescue, no matter where on Azeroth, she will be there with whatever is needed. She makes me a better player by just being there. Oh, some of these are making my heart swell, guys. So sweet, yeah. Yeah. At Dr. Legend said, I'd like to nominate someone personal to me, Zelgadis14. He's a fantastic individual, sweet, caring, and always goes above and beyond the call of duty, whether it be in-game or out. Our guild could not have gone as far as we have without him, and I'd be happy to PM details. Well, if you want to send us the details later on, Dr. Legend, please do so. We'd be very happy to um, chat about the people that are doing the good work, and maybe Zelgadis would like to be a guest at some future point. Uh, and finally, at uh, Will's Co., Wiles Co., uh, said back when we were playing at Malefic Gaming or at Arishans, sorry if I've said that wrong, whichever account he checks, did that for me. He always took time out of his day to make sure that those around him were enjoying the game. An amazingly unselfish player and a good guy to help out when you were stuck. Woohoo! And there was one other nomination, but for some reason the tweet had been hidden. So I don't know if it was an account that's on um has a privacy lockdown, um, but I'm really sorry. There was one that we couldn't see. So I'm sorry about that. I have one to add. Uh, and this is somebody that I think is relatively new to the Warcraft community. And he was brought to my attention by Taliesin and Evertel because he called out Taliesin in one of his new videos. And that's a guy whose Twitter handle is and it's at and Warcraft. Um, and his YouTube channel is Wheelchairs and Warcraft. And he is covering the inclusion or lack thereof of uh, visible disabilities within World of Warcraft. Um, so he made a couple of videos about things like um, I think it was Drek'thar, who in some points in Warcraft history appears in a wheelchair and then in others doesn't. Um, and one of the comments on his most re one of his recent videos was from um, I can't remember who the comment was from, but the the gist of it was we're all our characters are essentially war veterans at this point. Why are we not having war veterans in Stormwind or Olgrimmar with limbs missing and I mean, we've now got the customization options where some of them will have scars and may have lost eyesight. Um, but I, for one, would love my DK to have a prosthetic leg. She's a war veteran. Why wouldn't she have been through something like that? Right. Um, so, you know, yeah. At and Warcraft, who's doing a lot to highlight the lack of disabilities shown in Warcraft. That's um, awesome. So he would be, yeah. He would be my nomination. Um, so, as I said, thank you so much for all the Community Hero nominations this week. I don't expect that we will have the same amount every week. It was our first week, and you guys absolutely floored us with the response. I think I speak for both me and Bricko on that one. Absolutely, and I'll do better with the names next time. I truly, <laughs> truly hope. <laughs> I, it's uh, From the podcast that I have listened to, uh, stumbling over names is not uncommon, so I think we'll be all right. <laughs> good, um, good. And remember, guys, when you're ready to make your next nomination, watch for our tweet uh, from the Third Faction Show, which is at 3RD Faction Show on Twitter, uh, and then you can reply directly to that tweet. And that almost wraps up the show for this week. Um, we have one final note, um, and I'm afraid it is a bit of a sad one. I mean, we started our first show with a <laughs> quite a hard-hitting topic, oh, yeah. um, and they just seem to keep coming at the moment in the WoW community. Um, the community in the last two weeks has lost two of its biggest champions, Byron Reckful Bernstein and Stephen Houster Lechler. I'm sorry if I didn't pronounce those right. Now, although um, we didn't know them particularly, um, we recognized that they had a big impact on our community. And we know that a lot of you listening will have felt those losses more keenly than perhaps we have. And we hold you in our hearts for that. Absolutely. It's also clear, yeah. It's also clear, as I mentioned earlier, that Reckful was affected by mental illness and that this um, more than likely had a contributing effect, uh, was a contributing factor 
in what happened to him. As I'm someone that also deals with anxiety and depression, I wanted to address this a bit more and I've put some resources on our blog. Um, these are just things that I have found that have been helpful for me. I'm not a healthcare professional in any way, shape or form. And if you are struggling, please reach out to professionals. Um, they are there to help you. Um, the blog is at www.thethirdfaction.com. There's only three pages on there. The blog's one of the top ones, so you'll find it. Um, they are UK focused at the moment, but if you know of any other resources from around the world, please put them in the comments and I will add them to the post. We just want to try and help. We know that these things can get lost in tweets and that's partly why we've created the blog um, so that we can um, build up this list of resources for people in the gaming community, in the streaming community, um, in content creation, um, so that they can they can be there to help as time goes on. So that's out of the way um, and hopefully it'll be there to help you. Uh, we will be back in two weeks with another interview, another round of Community Heroes and more from the world of Warcraft. Until then, you can visit us at the website, which as I said is www.thethirdfaction.com. You can find all of the links there on where to find us for your various uh, preferred channels. We're on YouTube, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Twitter. You can email the show on thethirdfactionshow at gmail.com uh, and you can also leave us a review on your chosen podcast platform. If you don't want to leave a review, you can just share us with your friends. That would be amazing. And that's it for this week. Thank you very much for Chump to Chumper Chomp for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. It really is. It was great We've to get to know you a bit, bud. That was awesome. Yeah. Definitely. It's been heaps of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to Bricko, as always, for being the smooth co-host. Oh, thank you for just being the leader. <laughs> You'll be narrating my life soon enough, Bricko. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys. Until next time, always be learning and don't be a dick.